Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Matteo Pistono, host of the Hay House Meditations podcast. And I'm here to invite you to our free five-day meditation challenge starting January 28th at hayhouse.com slash five days. There are so many benefits to meditation. In as little as five days, you can be on your way to sleeping better, feeling calmer, embracing life more, and finding ways to ease your physical pain. During the challenge, each day, you'll receive two free meditations, one for the morning and one for the evening. These guided meditations will help you unlock a happier and healthier you. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to two live webinars with me where I'll answer your meditation questions. And best of all, you'll be joining a like-minded, supportive community, making the commitment to change their lives by building a meditation practice that brings meaningful results. Whether you're brand new to meditation or a seasoned meditator, I really hope you'll join us starting on January 28th. Go to hayhouse.com slash five days to join now and download a free PDF where I share five ways to boost your meditation practice. That's hayhouse.com forward slash the number five D-A- Y-S. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And it leads me into the story that I, I just want to share with you before we go to phone calls this morning. Um, it was sent to me um, <clears throat> by somebody here. Uh, actually, at the, uh, I bought a car here on Maui. I bought a Lexus a few years back. And the, the gentleman who sold me the, the car um, called me one day and he said, uh, have you seen this, uh, this article that was in the newspaper? It, was about, it mentioned you. And I said, what newspaper? He was from the Philippines originally. His family lived in the Philippines, and his, uh, um, his, uh, his mother or father had sent it to him. Um, and he said, uh, yeah, it was in the Manila Times or whatever the Manila newspaper is over there. Um, and <clears throat> he said, I think you might be interested in having it. So he, sent, he made a copy of it, and he sent to me. And this is the story. So I thought you'd be interested in this. I know all of you. It's, it's really about the theme of success. Uh, someone just sent me recently a, uh, a video that said the Steve Jobs top 10, uh, seek, uh, rules for success, you know? Um, and I went through, I went through the whole thing. It was about a 40 minute video and I just started watching it. It was various, um, times that Steve Jobs had been introduced, had been, uh, in- interviewed and, um, they went through his various su- success themes. And I think this story just summarizes about all 10 of them. It's called, uh, why do ducks quack and eagles fly? Years ago, this is in the, in the Manila paper. Years ago, my friend Harvey McKay told me a wonderful story about a cab driver that proved this point. He was waiting in line for a ride at the airport. When a cab pulled up, the first thing Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine. Smartly dressed in a white shirt, and black tie, and freshly pressed black slacks, The cab driver jumped out and rounded the car to open the back passenger door for me. Uh, He handed my friend a laminated card and said, I'm Wally. I'm your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like you to read my mission statement. Taken aback, Harvey read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement. Quote, 
to get my customers to their destination destination in the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in a friendly environment, unquote. This blew Harvey away, especially when he noticed that the inside of the car matched the outside spotlessly clean. As he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, uh, Would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. My friend said jokingly, No, I prefer, I'd rather prefer a soft drink. Wally smiled and said, No problem. I have a cooler up here in front with regular and Diet Coke, water and orange juice. Almost stuttering, Harvey said, I'll take a Diet Coke. Handing him his drink, Wally said, If you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, I have Time, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. As they were pulling away, Wally handed my friend another laminated card. These are the stations I get and the music they play, if you'd like to listen to the radio. As if that weren't enough, Wally told Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was comfortable for him. Then he advised Harvey of the best route to his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat and tell him about some of the sights, or, if Harvey preferred, to leave him with his own thoughts. Tell me, Wally, my amazed friend asked the driver, have you ever, have you always served customers like this? Wally smiled into the rearview mirror. No, not always. In fact, it's only been in the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining, like all the rest of the cabbies do. Then I heard this personal growth guru, Wayne Dyer, on the radio one day. He had just written a book called You'll See It When You Believe It. Dyer said that if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. He said, stop complaining, differentiate yourself from your competition. Don't be a duck, be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain, eagles soar above the crowd. That hit me right between the eyes, said Wally. Dyer was really talking about me. I was always quacking and complaining, so I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around at the other cabs and their drivers. The cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy. So I decided to make some changes. I put in a few more at a time. When, <clears throat> when my customers responded well, I did more. I take it that has paid off for you, Harvey said. It sure has, Wally replied. My first year as an eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. You were lucky to get me today. I don't sit at cab stands anymore. My customers call me for appointments on my cell phone or leave a message on my answering machine. If I can't pick them up myself, I get a reliable cabbie friend to do it, and I take a piece of the action. Wally was phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. I've probably told that story to more than 50 cab drivers over the years, and only two took the idea and ran with it. Whenever I go to their cities, I give them a call. The rest of the drivers quacked like ducks and told me all the reasons they couldn't do any of what I was suggesting. Wally, the cab driver, made a different choice. He decided to stop quacking like ducks and start soaring like eagles. No one can make you serve customers well. You make that choice. That's because great service is a choice. And that the end of the story says, I hope that this story will serve as a motivation not only for our <clears throat> advocates, but also for people to look at things differently and make a choice to succeed in spite of everyday problems in life. Isn't that a great story? I love that. I'd like to give that to a couple of waiters I've had recently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that weren't yeah. very happy to be where they were. 
Well, you know, it's applicable to virtually everything. You don't even have to be out there working. It's it's applicable to how you how you how you run your family and how you run your home and uh, you know how you go shopping. Virtually anything that you do, and inc- including uh, how you keep your own car and uh, and your own home and everything else. It's like. If you change the way you look at it, you know, and and what he did is he just he heard this. I used to give this talk called Ducks and Eagles. This goes back many many years, um, uh, and and I would talk about how eagles soar above the crowd and all of that, and ducks kind of just quack around and lay on the you know always on the ground and they're always stepping in their own on their own duck shit and and, and things like that, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and eagles just had to soar above all of that and uh, and and learning how to be. Uh, you know, how to change your attitude towards virtually everything that you're doing, how you run your business and so on. And it was interesting to listen to the Steve Jobs uh, uh, thing that I was talking about because he, he basically said, you know, you have to be sort of customer oriented. You have to, you, you have to be thinking in terms of uh, having absolutely no limits on what is possible for you, that, um, that you don't want to ever do anything for the money. You know, it's like uh, you don't put it out there and say, well, I'm going to make this much money. You know, because I hear people say that to me whenever I talk about writing, you know, that uh, you don't sit down to write because you think that you're going to make a lot of money because very few writers do make very much money anyway. Um, or, or an artist or a musician or, you know, anything that it is that you want to, uh, you know, creatively create for yourself, whether it's a business or whatever. You do it because there's an internal, there's, a, there's kind of a detachment. This is what Steve Jobs was saying. There's a detachment from the outcome. And it's like you just get so involved in what it is that you're creating and the process of it. And I think that's, uh, that's an important thing to, to look at, you know, even in terms of, of the way we treat ourselves. You know, you, you look at your own body and you, and you say, you know, am, am I treating my body the way Wally treats his cab? You know, <laughs> uh, have I let it get... Uh, you know, have I let it? Have I let it get out of, out of shape? Have I let it become overweight? Have I let it become infused with uh, a lot of alcohol or a lot of drugs or a, a lot of prescriptions or a lot of fear or a lot of sickness and so on? Um, or do I look at this this cab that I'm driving around in all the time? That this the the impersonal me is always driving around in. You know, my soul. Uh, and how how well do I take care of it? And uh, you know, it's a. It's it's really it's just it's a lesson in in attitude about everything in our lives, uh, and and I've often said that uh, you know that when, when I talk to people who can't get work and I say well you know they're they're hiring at McDonald's or they're hiring at Burger King I mean well, I'm not going to go in there and 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 uh, you know make French fries or, or bag uh, hamburgers I'm not going to do that I think well if uh, if I, if if you had the different attitude, if you went in there and you, you learned every aspect of uh, how, how this whole McDonald's uh, things works, you know, here's the French fries and here's the hamburgers and here's the fish and here's how you do that. And, and all the time, your interior thinking is, I'm going to own this place one day, you know, and, uh, and perhaps the whole franchise. And maybe they're going to maybe we'll even change the name of it, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it's like and then some people are able to do that. And, and other people are just always their minds are filled with all the things that they can't do or what's wrong or how unhappy they are and so on and so it's just a great lesson i just i, I love that uh, the whole thing and i love that uh, that uh, i wrote I, I talked about ducks and eagles probably 25 years ago and then um, it shows up in a newspaper in manila you know 25 years later and it's impacting people it's uh,
Very exciting. Isn't that funny how it all it all kind yeah. of comes around? Mm-hmm. But it, right. it is such a great reminder, and I think people forget that everything's always in a state of flow and change. And even if you are doing something that you're not really loving at the moment, if you do it the best way you can, it, it could lead to something better, and you'll be out of that situation. And it also always depends on your vision, Diane. I mean, that's like, what what, what is your vision? Is your vision, you know, uh, just a very limited vision, and uh, you know, the, and and you're looking only at the immediate results that are showing up right now, or do you have a, like a grander kind of uh, awareness that there is an impersonal intelligence in the universe, and I am a piece of it, I am a part of it, and and uh, I, I don't necessarily have to understand how it all works but i just have to know that how fortunate and how blessed i am to be a part of this infinite consciousness that is you know it is beating my heart and uh, is you know digesting my food and is growing my fingernails and 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 it's like uh, and it's 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 not personal it's not local it's it's everywhere and it's i've often said in audiences that if you if uh you know, if there's no place that this, this, if we if we call it God for just the sake of having a word, uh, and, and if there's no place that it is not, I mean, it is. It's like it, it, in the Tao in Lao Tzu, he says the Tao does nothing, but it leaves nothing undone. So that it's it's everywhere. There's no place that it's not. If there's no place that this, that this intelligence is not, that means that it's got to be in you, and it also means if there's no place that this intelligence is not that it's also in everything that you would like to attract into your life that you feel is missing. It's, all, it's, it's there as well. And all you have to do is figure out a way to realign yourself to, to something that you're already connected to because you can never be separate from it because it's everywhere. Brahman is everywhere, says Vasistha in Vasistha's Yoga. Uh, God is everywhere. There's no place that it is not. You know, there's an old story that is told of a, of a little boy uh, in India, uh, who everybody knew was an avatar. He was like one of these great, great seers. And, uh, and everywhere that he would go, people would be healed. Um, and he would just look at, pe- at people and, uh, and they would feel better. And he would emanate, he had almost like a cloud of love that was around him. He was just one of these divine beings that had shown up. And, and um, the, all of the elders in the tribe got together and they, they, they said to the little boy, um, We'll give you, we'll give you an orange, if you can tell me where God is and what is God like. And the boy immediately responded, "I'll give you two oranges, if you can tell me where God is not. You know that there is no place that God is not; that it's in every single one of us." It's a great song. It's that's a song so that I great. have my daughter sing. Yeah. And who was the little boy? Is there is there a story? Oh, that's just a story. Oh. I don't know. It's just a, yeah. I thought it led story. to something else. <laughs> it was it was actually me. It was the story of my life. I was I used to manifest oranges for you know. When, <laughs> back in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> right, back in Detroit. I was I was known as Detroit Orange Boy. Oh, you know, that so. would have been such a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.